If you yeah. could have one night with Eddie Van Halen back, you know, from the dead, mm-hmm. would you let the entire, you know, assemblage of the King Gizzard band? Seven guys. Right. Yeah. Have have at it. Would you would you do that wow. for one yeah. night with Eddie? It's too, it's too much. But you would let Ron Jeremy, you know, fondle you? Yes. Wow. For Eddie? But to bring Eddie out of him. the grave for one night? Yeah. Hang out with me. Right. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, it is Shit Talk Reviews. We are at the end of a very long day, but we are super excited to be sitting back in the air chairs again, here to lambaste one another as we talk about excellent music. Is that a safe statement? Safe statement. I'm John, in the room with me. Derek. And, see, where's the flow there? And? David. God, fuck, man. (laughs) He is just so hard. It's so hard to find people. You know what, what they're doing. You know what it is. He's playing hockey tonight, mm. so he so he's feeling his. Um, I'm back. Yeah, he he's excited to be amongst men, mm-hmm. walking in, getting sweaty, he showering. Got his, his testosterone booster shot. His testosterone booster yeah. shot, and back in the game. and so he's just he's not into reviewing. He's into hockey. Mm. There's been a shift. He's a very selfish person. Okay. He's not giving us his best. John, am I shift. selfish? Come on. Am I selfish? Be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave's selfish behaviors aside, Ugh. I'm fired up today because uh, this is Derek's pick, but I am very excited to talk about it. And I'm going to look at <laughs> look at this because there's... There's no way any of us in the room... Do you want me to give it a shot? Yeah, please give it a shot. What are we talking about, Derek? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Petro-Dragonic Apocalypse, or Dawn of Eternal Night, and Annihilation of Planet Earth in the Beginning of Merciless Damnation. Boom. Did it perfect. Perfect. Let's, let's, Let's start the conversation by asking who here was familiar with these fine gents before. I was. I was not. I was aware of them. I'd heard a couple of the tracks over the years, but didn't know much about them. So it was an awful lot of fun digging in uh, over the week. Here's what I find astonishing. Is this true? Or did I read this right? They've been around for 13 years, and this is their 24th album? Yeah. Holy shit. They're committed to their craft, unlike you. (laughs) (laughs) Five in 2017, five albums in 2022. Two in 2014 and two in 2019. Did these guys ever come up for air? No, obviously not. They're kind of like you when it gets to, becomes hockey season. That's all it is. Hockey. No medal. No anything. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Very impressive. Right? 15, I 15 live albums. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And shame on me because I never heard of them. Until well, that's, yeah. Here's the yeah. thing is a lot of their material is not of the metal variety. <laughs> yeah. They've done metal concept albums in the past but this one was in their flow a metal album yeah with obviously you know some interesting singing archetypes oh i can't wait to talk about that yeah i'll just go i'll just come right out i love this record such a fun listen man here's the deal for me i did not feel that way right away Mm -hmm. after i listened to it three four five times i started to like it more because at first i'm like ah sounds like motorhead a lot of it but then I, as I listened to it and, and coming into today, I listened to it again and really do enjoy it. It just took me a while. It's a slow build for you. It just took a while for me to really 
understand and like it. I, I don't immediately associate them with a, a motorhead feel. Where I think I may agree, though, with that statement is that they have, to my ears, a very old school sound, like a very classic rock, 70s kind of aesthetic, but with current day, present day performance and songwriting. My only knock on this, really, was it was a little too redundant for me. A lot of the songs sounded just the same over and over. We obviously didn't listen to it enough. I, I, I think that's, that's how I kind of felt throughout. Now, no, you're wrong. Okay. Question. Would you prefer that I use a tablespoon or a teaspoon to feed your art to you? Tablespoon. Tablespoon? <laughs> so you prefer your art spoon-fed in There's larger doses. There's so much to hear. In, there is a lot. And foundationally, yes, it, it yeah. is Motorhead-esque. Sure. But I'm going to tell that. you why you're wrong, Dave. Okay. I like Motorhead. I don't love Motorhead. I don't wake up and go, oh, I got to listen to it because Motorhead, for me, is repetitive. What's great about this is that King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard on this album is Motorhead-esque, but they weave in so much melodies, so many different tonalities, different guitar parts, uh, different drum parts. For me, it's somewhere between White Zombie meets Motorhead meets Tool. And then I even heard, you know, Chuck Billy from Testament in there and some of the heavier tracks. So it's it's a great combination of everything. Plus, it's fucking fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say that it's definitely fun. So Supercell, Converge, Dragon, Gila, Monster. You know, a lot of the courses were, you know, Supercell, Supercell, Gila, Gila. A lot of it was a little too redundant for me in some of the courses. Repe- when you say re- re- you repetitive, repetitive, okay. Repetitive. That's just kind of how I felt. Throughout. I, I, it just sets I, I will defend you uh, by repeating what I've said before, and that is that people listen to and take in music differently. You know, two people who are very similar could listen to the same piece of music and get two very different listening experiences from it. So I agree that you're wrong and should be taken out back and tied to a tree. Oh, I'm, he's going to be. But it's a valid, it's I, a valid I, point. Yeah, I'm not shitting on the band. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it thoroughly. I just, for me, a lot of it was redundant was it fun yeah is this something i'd love to listen to at a party in the background all fucking day no doubt you know you mentioned uh the the different instruments i mean if you look if you go into the band members and what they play this is according to uh, wikipedia which we all know is the authority on everything yeah because yeah, you know you can go in there and say that i am the master of the universe it's true and not and, he man and i may i may do that too so wick wiki uh has Stu mckenzie as vocals, guitar, keyboard, flute, bass guitar, percussion, sitar, piano, organ, violin, clarinet, saxophone, zuma, and drums. It's 100% accurate. I've seen a bunch of their live footage, and he, I've not seen him play all those instruments, but he has played a ton of them and is wildly proficient at everything I've seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, these guys are a lot of talent in this band. Ambrose, Kenny Smith, harmonica. The list goes on and on, And, and I think that the creativity... And that's why, if, you know, how many of you went back and listened to their older stuff? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. You probably didn't because you're did. not a committed to your craft. But That's not true. I always <laughs> go back and listen. And, I, and you just said it. It's all over the place. Yeah. It is. You know? Yeah, a lot of it is not nearly as heavy as this record. I, I still enjoy it all because, again, I think at their core, they're a, a progressive band. And that, that's what turns my wheels. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shit on the band. I know, I don't, that's not my purpose. I, I, I didn't say I didn't like What is it. your purpose? Well, I didn't say I didn't yeah, like I was wondering. I just said, for me, it was, and I told you, it's just not my cup of tea. This is something yeah. I just wouldn't listen to. Dave, yeah. say it. 
I am your whipping post. Yeah, he's handsome whipping post, though. <laughs> yeah. I think with we a, can all acknowledge that. With a nose neighbor that is perfect for AI. That's true. And incredible nipples, according to AI, at least. Yes. And and also, AI thinks that you wander around in your underpants all A the lot. Time. A lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Ambrose Kenny Smith. Uh, vocals, harmonica, keyboard, percussion, piano, saxophone, guitar, organ. Jo- uh, Joey Walker on guitars. We'll shorten these lists up. Cook Craig on guitars and bass. Lucas Harwood on bass. Michael Cavanaugh, drums, percussion, and vocals. Great band. When I started playing the record, and it came up right in the in the album opener, Motor Spirit, the first thing, I mean, a lot of stuff caught me, but the thing that really stood out was this Tuvan throat singing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I know, I... I I know I'm hearing this, but I can't believe I'm hearing this. Now, for those who know what it is, awesome. For those who don't know, Tuvan throat singing or Mongolian throat singing is where you can sing two pitches at the same time. And it's a very odd sounding way to, to vocalize. I thought, yeah, I thought, what the fuck am I, you know, is am I really hearing this? And then later in the record, it comes back uh, in Flamethrower for yep. sure. And I think it pops up in a few of the other songs. But I thought, no, I can't believe I'm hearing this, that somebody would use it in current heavy music. And, and I looked it up and sure as shit, that's one of the things that Stu is known for is this throat singing. And I was just flabbergasted and I absolutely love it. In the end of the day, the, the combination of riffs, and I'd be curious to find out if they recorded this analog because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel digital no it feels, it feels old feels old like you were saying but these riffs i mean if they had produced this like a metal band it would have been just so heavy but it is produced with an older flair that just works i enjoyed them this week yeah i re- and I, i'm gonna pat myself on the back for selecting it but i was excited about this this album when i heard uh gilla monster a few weeks ago and I think I've made you play it. And the album as a whole didn't disappoint. There's not a bad song on the record. Flows perfectly. Flamethrower is just uh, starts off as a as an absolute um, chug fest. Really heavy. And then it ends in this weird kind of almost jam band. I was having flashbacks at points where, I, you know, I was, when you grow up in Vermont, there's no way to avoid fish. Yeah. Fish would go on these jams. King yeah, Gizzard mom, and the mom, Lizard Wizard. For, for my mother's sake, that's Fish the Band. P-H-I-S-H. <laughs> yes. Fish the Band. Jam band, but a jam band more, you know, stoner rock. These guys went off on a metal doom, mm-hmm. you know, diatribe that uh, filled my soul. Yeah. It made me feel good. I, it, Dr- Dragon and Flamethrower were good. They were just too long for me. A 10-minute song. It was yeah, Flamethrower was long. Nine-ish, yeah. something Almost like that. Almost 10 minutes. Dragon, same way. Liked, the, liked it, but it changed up a little bit. A little too long for me. It lost my interest on both songs. Did I, not, I, I liked it. It just was a little too long for me. My opinion. Fair. We torched Avenged Sevenfold for being all over the place. And we said that probably should have been a, been a concept album. What's interesting about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is when you listen to their albums, they differ so much. But the thoughts that are put into them are fully flushed out from album to album and executed perfectly. And I was wondering if I was going to be a hypocrite by saying, well, this is all over the place because it is, but it's not. It's still at its core, uh, a riff driven, you know, metal record with a motorhead flair. And they don't really go too far away from that. They just explore again 
the reservation mm -hmm. and it's a it's maybe a 60 acre reservation not a 40 acre reservation but it still stays on that reservation and so please tell me if i'm being a hypocrite listen motor spirit supercell converge witchcraft the the guitar in those songs killer i loved witchcraft i love the song thunderous guitar i almost would have rather that song be an instrumental with no vocals which song is Thunderous Guitar? Witchcraft. Oh, okay. It has take, a Thunderous Guitar. If you take the vocals out of that song and leave it as an instrumental, I think it would be incredible. You know? So there is stuff on here that I that I did like. I love the melodies on Witchcraft. It's Great song. Kind of I have Witchcraft as my num number of one song. The Witchcraft is your standout. Yes, no doubt. Well, I don't think you're wrong, Derek. I think that, uh, yeah, they do. Each song is a bit of a journey. Uh, you know, it kind of travels around from place to place. But... It maintains the the general idea. It doesn't deviate too far within the context of the song or within the context of the album. There is, for me, plenty of consistency from track one to track seven. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the the tracks are. I think the shortest one is four and a half minutes, and the longest there's, clocks in at nine and a half. Yeah, so they're they're not so epic tracks. No, no, David. What's seven times seven? 49 you know how long this album is 49 minutes six and a half hours long yeah of pure petro apocalypse or dawn of eternal light that's sorry i can't even do that you know what's funny about derek this is what's funny <laughs> is that if you don't side with him yeah that's right he gets right <laughs> that's right i'm right god forbid you just don't go with his no, narrative he gets angry you he's been... mad that i didn't like this as much as he did you have been walking around here but oh sermon sermon i found sermon but you know what though if if i don't like it you get pissy that's now not true. now now i don't like i don't like sermon that much and eh, whatever so now you're gonna repay that me is with definitely this. not the case yeah, no, I, that's I, what you, you know, very childish. Mad. Very childish. Are you guys going to fight? No, I just. Uh, just too bad. He's mad because I don't like it as much as he Well, he's sitting, he's sitting in a, with his diaper and he plays with his hockey stick, you know, and so it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I didn't like this as much as you guys. Well, I, that's I all right. That's why you're inferior yeah. and we are far superior. Spicy. You know, you go play hockey and we'll listen to uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard all night. Uh, you know what? And chug Look, beer. The fact is, we all make an album pick. It comes around to all of us. And Dave will have his chance to love the record, his next pick, and we may not love it. You know, I can't say I've, I hate everything Barry Manilow's done. <laughs> Some of his stuff's good. I didn't say I didn't like this. Derek did. I didn't say <laughs> it. I haven't gotten to that yet. A little too much redundancy for me. I, the chorus is a little... Are we going to hear the word redundant? Yeah. Rep That's getting redundant. Repetitive. You know what? I'll tell you what's repetitive, the redundancy. And with that, we'll take a quick break uh, for a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for quality, affordable tire service in the White River Junction area? Hmm? Look no further than Tip Top Tire, the Tip Top one-stop building in downtown White River Junction. With a wide range of tire brands and the types available, we have something to fit every budget and every freaking vehicle there is. Our expert technicians are skilled at tire installation, repair, and maintenance services to keep your wheels rolling smoothly on the road. Plus, our state-of-the-art equipment ensures precise and accurate service every time. And don't forget about our special offers and promotions that could save you even more. We pride ourselves on delivering exceptional customer service with satisfaction guaranteed. So why wait? Visit the Tip Top Tire, Tip Top One Stop Building, downtown Whatever Junction today for all your tire needs. And back to these hoity-toity turds. 
So we touched earlier on Dave's standout, which is witchcraft. I have a few favorites. I loved. I liked Motor Spirit. I liked Supercell. I liked Converge, and I liked the witchcraft. So you liked the first half of the record. Dragon and Flame Flower lost me way too long, and Gila Monster. I just couldn't get through the whole game. Gila, Gila, Gila. I, it's too much. What about you, Derek? Gila what are your Monster's my up? favorite track. <laughs> favorite first track, surprise. Loved it. All I heard was Universal Monsters fighting. And, and I like Dragon, and I like Flamethrower. I like the last half of the record because there's so much to hear. There's heaviness. There is creativity. There's percussion. There's there's just a lot to the second half. There's a lot to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the second half, for me, um, you know, really hit a home run. But, yeah, mine were uh, Supercell. I mean, I, I, love, I love them all. Uh, but Supercell, Gila Monster, and Flamethrower were mine. That's, uh, that's interesting. Are you judging us now? No. I feel like he is. Sound, it, just a little. The, the tone of your voice is so judgy. Flamethrower mm. started out good, and then it just it lost me at the four-minute mark. That was a journey. That's fine. <laughs> Dave is smelling plastic daisies this week. Oh, boy. Did anybody show up at your house, Dave, after we posted the uh, Avenged Sevenfold <laughs> no. review? Nobody? No, I don't know. You obviously didn't see that I actually did post your, your address for hate mail. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm glad nobody showed up. That maybe that was not a cool uh, thing to do. I'm sorry, guys. I, I hey, don't apologize. My, I'm just giving you my opinion. That's all. Um, well, it's wrong. I wish I liked it as much as you guys did. It's wrong. I didn't say I hated it. It's wrong. You know? He he didn't say he hated it, Derek. Yeah, he's still wrong. <laughs> it even has a lizard with pollution on the cover. How do you yeah. not like that? It's kind of a cute lizard too. Listen, this is great yeah, music is. if you're at a party, kegs are kicking, people are having a great time, and this is in the background. Well, that's yeah. funny because I've been listening to it nonstop. My kids have been listening to it. I've been getting the sign of the beast from them. So it Ooh. obviously isn't just a party record like you're saying. It's Dave. a family record, Dave. That's right. Yeah. And it has the Geico lizard, and he's they're making a point about pollution as well. Okay. Gila, gila, gila. <laughs> I love it. If you're going to do it, do it. Listen, the last thing I want to do is shit on a band. I really, I'm not shitting on them. On second week in a row that you're shitting on a band. I mean, 24 albums in 13 years, holy shit. That's amazing. You deserve room to put out an album, one record out of 25 that Dave doesn't love. Yeah, I mean, I didn't listen to all 20. Did you listen to all the 23 albums? Every minute of every. Is that true? I didn't. I can't lie to you. You're too yeah. handsome. <laughs> See, that's the problem is you boost his ego. I feed him. You Thank do. Thank you, John. You're that, welcome, buddy. You, well, somebody's got to balance out the hatred coming from the other side. Down. Why do you put me on this side with him? I think we should box. <laughs> I really do feel like at some point it's going to get, you know, it's going to come to fisticuffs. What was the game? What was the game where you where you hit the buttons and you boxed? What oh, was that, that was a great game. What what was uh, that? Punch, it was punch something. The knockout. Well, if he keeps shitting on my pick, I'm I'm going to draw blood, or he might not make it to his hockey game. I'm tonight. not shitting on the pick. I'm getting ready for his hockey game. You're going to slash his tires. Hey, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull his shirt up over his head and pile drive him just like a hockey player. John, four out of seven. That's not shitting on the band. No. You know what I mean? It, do you do you feel as as negatively about this as you did about uh, life is but a dream. Oh, this was way better than, than life is but a dream. I'm sure Stu and the boys have been <laughs> thrilled to hear that. This is way better. Again, it took me by the fourth, fifth time I listened to this, it started 
sounding a much better. And I think I went into it the first few spins negative. I just how sorry. how quickly would you jump on the next release from King Gizzard? I get on it, yeah, no doubt. I would. Probably don't even need to ask this, but I'm guessing if any of this record, those four songs would be the ones that would wind up in a playlist down the road. Yes. The first four. Yes, the first four. What about you? All all seven tracks? Yeah, I already added it to my my favorites list. Hey, Derek ruined this for me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if we're gonna keep it real here, it, last week at the end of the episode, we were talking about we were talking about what's up becoming, and we talked about this, and mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, that sounds pretty metal," and he said, "No, it actually sounds more Motorhead." So going into this, I had that in my head. And as soon as I listened to the first track, I'm like, wow, he, was, he wasn't kidding. This is like a Motorhead ripoff band. Immediately, I thought that. So it was in my head. So you were tainted going in. Yes. There were moments in here where I was like, this like, totally reminds me of Judas Priest. Right. When you think about it, we've, we've mentioned Motorhead, White Zombie, Tool, uh, Testament. We've mentioned a lot of bands now, Judas Priest. Those are pretty complimentary no, bands no. to be uh, alluding Manilow. to. Well, Barry, Barry Manilow doesn't fit at all. It's just he's in love with him. Um, <laughs> but in the end of the day, I, I think that for the most part, this is well-liked. I think it's well-liked. I, would, I think I Dave would... is just trying to be combative. No, it's not. I, again, I liked four out of the seven songs. I didn't eat the album. So it's not just coming from a place of being argumentative. No. Not at all. I'm being honest. Did, did you notice? Are we not in the nest. We're in the We're not nest. In the nest. I don't like the nest. I, I don't want you in the nest. Listen. <laughs> the bottom line is is that he's blaming me for him not liking it at now, first. Yes. No, but you know what though? There's this thing called independent thought. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, you could have said, "Well, forget that. I'm going to think about this and my and get my own opinion." Instead of blaming me for you not liking something. I couldn't. I'm telling you, conversations like this is what pushes me closer and closer to setting up cameras in here. He's childish. The look on your face is amazing. Childish. All right. Eric is mad because I don't like it as much as he does. That's all. Plain and simple. (laughs) That's all. Gila! All right, let's score this bit. Let's start with you, Derek. Your Eight and a half. Loved Eight and a half. It. Yep, loved it. Um, I, I, the only thing that kept it from being a nine was I, I wanted more uh, heavy riffs, you know, some mm-hmm. good licks like at the beginning of Flamethrower. But other than that, loved it through and through. Solid. David. Yeah, I mean, listen, oh, I like four, out of, this, I like four three, out of the seven. Six. And uh, I wish I could give it a higher score, but and this is solid. What you with this? What? I gave it a seven. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a solid C, and right? you know what? If I would have liked maybe one one more, it would have been a seven and a half. I couldn't get them to there. But okay. I gave it a seven. So we have it. I'm not, I did not not like this. It's just, it, and I'm going to be honest, it wasn't my cup of tea, but the four songs I did like, it's a seven. What if, let me just throw this out there, and hopefully we'll have a conversation with, it, with him soon enough uh, from Sermon. What if him and his crew were to cover the last three songs on this record, if Sermon covered God, Dragon, so, Flamethrower, so uh, and, and Gila. I never want to hear Gila monster again. The chorus to that ruined it for me, so that's out. Uh, they, I would love to hear... Chorus. I would love to hear... Honestly, I'd love to hear Sermon do Witchcraft or Flamethrower. Well, let's okay. ask when we when we have the opportunity to ask. 
All right, so Derek's at an eight, eight and a half. David's at a seven. I'm coming in at an eight and a half. I really liked it. The production quality, interestingly, going back to the notion that to me, these it sounds like it's a 70s record in terms of, you know, the aesthetic of it. To my ears, the, the production quality sounded old school, which I love, but it's paired with new school playing and new school riffs and, and things like that. I'm, I'm giving it a, a hard 8.5. Might even kick that up a little bit more because it was, I, I just enjoyed the hell out of it. You so. are so condescending. Why, why is that? That's, I said that's was... a great score. I don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't agree with it because I'm Dave. But I, I got said... a nose neighbor and you don't. He wants to give it an eight and a half. Go ahead. He liked it. I just want to let King Lizard know I'm not shitting on them. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I think a seven's a good score. If Stu were to come into the room right now, Stu. I'd be honest with him. You'd lay it out chapter and verse. I would tell him their songs are a little bit too long. I would tell him the choruses were a little bit cheesy, especially in Elo Monster. Cheesy. Yeah. (laughs) Elo! And uh, I would tell him the four songs that that I liked. What if they came in carrying machetes? Would you tell them the same thing? I would tell them I loved it. <laughs> That's the right answer. You see that stick right there? That stick is going to be broken over your head. It's the beaten stick. That's the beaten stick. I mean, when you heard Converge, did it not sound almost identical to a Black Sabbath song? It was Black Sabbath. I didn't think that at all. Okay. Your thoughts are, they betray you. <laughs> Whose pick is next? Is it, is it, it's unfortunately my, the that's my, you know Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh. Nose neighbor. Let me tell you something right let's, now. Let's let's talk about the next. Pass in your seatbelt. Oh, because the great one has picked an album this to listen to. Be, oh my be. God! Fasten your seatbelts. It's John, so much better than King John, Gizzard and the, the Lizard Wizard. John, here's the problem. This could be the best album in the world coming up. He will never admit it. So now he's going to come into this review next week and shit all over it. (laughs) (laughs) I might just the fight with you. Fasten your seatbelts, folks, for one from the north. What's the the album? Regime, Salvation, and The Pyre. Okay, it's very good. good. Uh, Well, that remains to be seen. It's Muse morphs with periphery. Go figure. Really? I'll leave it at that. Well... If that's the case, we can say pretty definitively that Derek's going to hate half of it. I like Muse. He likes Muse, though. I don't. I, I don't want to call out the happy yeah. hates because I'm a. I'm going to call it now. You're going to love it. Okay. You're going to love this. I've not heard it. I've I've but, watched you bouncing off the walls talking yeah. about it, but I've not heard lick one from it. Can I grab that stick? Yes, and you beat may. Him on the way out, <laughs> please. Cue the music. Oh, the mic's coming off. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, we're getting out of here. We'll see you next week.